Welcome to BA Chats. I'm Rachel Coons, your host, and I'm here with my husband that I love. But I, uh, you would be a hostess, and I would be the host. Did I say hostess? What did I call you? Me? S- you called yourself a host. Did I? You did. I can be a host. Well, I guess so. 2017. I can be a host. You can do it. Okay. <laughs> or a hostess. I might so just flip. I'm the hostess tonight, and she's the host. Like I said, it's 2017. <laughs> So welcome to VA Chats. We're super glad that you guys have uh, have pushed play and are listening to this podcast. And a little bit about what we do on our podcast here at VA Chats is the um, the word testimony means to do it again, God. So it gives um, when we when we come and we invite people to come on the podcast and we start talking about the testimonies and what God is doing. It's an invitation for for the Lord to do it again. And so that's why we have VA Chats. We want to find out the people that are in our body and what's happening and and what God is doing in their lives. Because people are wonderful and we need to be reminded or somehow we get all crusty and thinking people stink and it's just not true. There are wonderful people around us. say that, Coons. Say that. There are wonderful people around us all of the time. (laughs) So we're so excited to have the opportunity to share some of these people with you. And tonight we have some people that are yes. fully and completely wonderful that we love a lot. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we love you guys. Yay! <laughs> We're here with Blake and April Healy. Quick yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank Guys, thanks for coming. Welcome. We're happy you're here. Oh my gosh. We're so glad to be here. Yeah, I super love happy this. to be here. Yeah. Well, let's just start in case people um, don't know yeah. you. Let's just start with a little bit about who you are and what you're doing at Bethel Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm Blake Healy. I'm part of the senior team at Bethel Atlanta, and then I'm also the director of our school of ministry here. Nice. Are you loving it or what? Uh, loving it a lot. It's amazing to be able to, you know, serve such hungry people every every week. You know, it's, it generally just feels like a privilege that to be able to serve people who are, you know, sacrificing some of the, so much of their time to just pursue the more of God. Like That's it's, so you know, it's so much fun. So I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're happy. We get to help serve on that team. Mm-hmm. We get Absolutely. To That's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> right, you sweet A. Yay. Uh, I'm April Healy, married to this wonderful man over here, Blake Healy. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm a mom of four, which feels really exciting and fun. And that's what I do most of my life. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm a first year pastor at BASSM or Mm -hmm. Bethel, Bethel Atlanta super. Wait, (laughs) I know every time, how many times we said it, I have to, in my mind, I'm always like Bethel Atlanta (laughs) school of supernatural ministry. Whatever it is, it's there. (laughs) Just Bassem. Bassem. Bethel Atlanta school of supernatural ministries. There it is. Well, let's just start there. Tell us a little bit about your sweeties. A my Peru. sweeties, oh my gosh. Um, Hayden's our firstborn. Um, oh guy. Yeah, he's seven years old in first grade. Wow, it's already. crazy. It feels like yesterday I just had him, right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. um, Jump in, Blake, at any point. Uh, yeah, so Finley is our second son. Oh, uh-huh. I thought we were going to go more into Hayden. But oh, okay, <laughs> Hayden is very awesome. Sorry, I didn't know, I didn't know the pacing, Hayden. how long we spend on each kid. When, it's, when there's four of them, you got to learn how to divide things properly. It's important. <laughs> you get two and a half minutes. Um, okay, one that's it. One brilliant thing about Hayden. Hayden is, I mean, Hayden's awesome. Hayden's a natural leader. He loves people, loves being connected to people, loves just running around with a group. You know, everywhere he goes, he's in a... It's a cluster of boys, you know, running around doing stuff and having a good time. And 
yeah, he just he just he's always like, "What are we doing next? Where are we going? Where are we, what you know?" And so he's he's awesome. Yeah, he loves being with people. Like when he was a newborn, and we'd be walking on the Peachtree City trails, every single person we passed or every dog, he would say, "Hi, <laughs> oh, <laughs> hi. what a guy!" Every single person. So oh. he's he's a natural people person for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. what a guy! <laughs> you know, we have him in Kingdom Kids. For those mm-hmm. of you who don't know, we're yeah. the we're the children's pastors at the church, and oh my. Oh my goodness he's tender like that's right. a precious tender mm-hmm. listening yeah. guy like yeah. he's soaking he really everything is. up yeah. always paying attention always answering with just understanding and yeah. depth and he's a sweet good guy he's really super is. observant yeah super, super observant, observant. he's so. like very aware of other everybody else's emotions yeah. and mm-hmm. how they're feeling and um how he's affecting them it's great i love it that's no small yeah. thing for a seven-year-old little guy that's true that's, <laughs> that's a big true. deal it really is that's true that's a big deal for Blake and I too. We, I think we've taught a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we have Finley. He's four. Um, they're almost exactly three years apart. And Finley, he's a cuddly, cuddly guy. He he's just so loves cuddly. to hang out in your lap and hug you. And he's so cuddly that he he like will hit you or kick you because he's trying to touch you. You know, <laughs> like that kind of like. Um, <laughs> is that okay? Or like, are you playing? And he's, I'm playing mom. Okay. You just get real excited. He gets so excited. He doesn't, he's just trying to touch you. So he's waving his hands in your face or, you know, like he just wants to touch like all the time. It's so cute. Um, yeah, he's a total sweetheart and he's, He's, he's more quiet, like, I wouldn't necessarily say introvert per se, because he does like to play with, with other kids a lot, but he's more a one-on-one, you know, connect with one person awesome. at a time and, you know, play with him. Him and Hayden are best buddies, too. I mean, oh, they're, so good. they're always making sure they're sitting next to each other at the dinner table and everything, and, you know. That's the best. Yeah. That is the best. Oh, I great. love it. And so they're, you know, they share their rooms and everything, and they're, yeah, they're super best buddies. Yep. Brothers, we tell our girls all the time, the sweetest thing we ever did for you guys was give you each other. Yeah, it's, oh, so it's a true. big deal. It's uh, that's a good word over there, Rachel. Coons. Well, mm-hmm. brothers, it's just so something that makes you want to write, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, what story could we make about those cute brothers, those <laughs> curly blonde haired, blue eyed, um, hate Healy boys? Yeah, yeah. So great. And then we have November Healy. She's three. Um, Novi, Novi Bear. She, we say um, November. What? What? And she. I, we'll say you're November, and she's like, No, I'm Novi Bear. <laughs> okay. okay. Novi Bear. You call those things He's as so though they cute. are. <laughs> no, I'm that is Novi the name Bear. thereof. Yes. Maybe it'll be her rap name in the future. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Signing that Novi Bear. Can we need autograph Novi Bear. Blake named her, like, nicknamed her Nubby Bear one day, and it, it is stuck. She like, loved <laughs> it. Yes. it yeah, stuck. it was just, like, part of a little song that I made up, and then, yeah, it definitely, she was taking ownership of that. <laughs> Way yeah. to go, Dad. <laughs> Shining Dad moment. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a natural leader. She just takes yes. charge. She's, like, she has three brothers, so she's just all in oh, at yeah. all times, like... <laughs> Oh, we're wrestling. I'm wrestling. Like just all in. It's, and yep, I'm wrestling to win. Mm-hmm. Yes. She is proof that there is no such thing as a weaker sex. <laughs> yeah. Very true. That defines oh. November completely. Yes. How old is Novi? She's, She's three. three. She's yeah. three. Mm-hmm. Her and Finley are 13 months apart. So oh my gosh, that's right. I forget that they're back. so close. Mm-hmm. Oh, super close. That's super fun. And are they good friends too? They are. They I are bet. good friends. I mean, yeah, great. And then Ender is. Um, 20 months old or mm-hmm. 21 21 months old now mm-hmm. so you guys 21. he 
he just makes me laugh. Oh my gosh. I just he see is, him and I'm like, oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. I just it laugh. Is, it is strange how every kid, even from when they're really, really little, you can just see their personality come out. Like, I, I genuinely think that that guy has had a smile on his face more than he has not had a smile on his Every face for his entire life. So now, far. when you were pregnant with him and your mom-in-law had that party for you at her house and yeah. we were prophesying over him, I remember that word coming out over him over and over about joy and then music. That, yeah. It yeah. was joy and music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. yes. And what's funny is like the second we turn music on, he starts dancing the second. Oh, yeah. That's oh, so yeah. exciting. Oh, yeah. And he, doesn't, he doesn't just dance. Like he closes his eyes and like it's grooves. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gets experiencing lost. <laughs> that. Yeah. He feels. He feels. It, it is yes. so funny. Like, Those uh, really are people that are dancers that can actually feel yeah. music. That's what's yeah. happening. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And oh. he's just, he's super funny. It's, it's so, you know, all our kids are funny, but he, like, he's, again, he's only uh, 21, months. 21 months, so yeah. he's not even two yet, but he'll do voices at you <laughs> and, like, mimic your voice in funny ways. Like, I, you know, wake up in the morning and say, you know, hey, buddy, how's it going? He's like, hey, buddy, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Like, what? So funny. <laughs> At 21 months. So he's yeah. funny. He is he's hilarious. Like oh, every funny. second I'm like looking at Blake shaking my head like, like did where did that come this? from <laughs> like that is hilarious what so a guy <laughs> that's just so fun yeah. oh so those are the four Healy sweeties four yes. Healy sweeties mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. good job thank oh, you thank way you. to go yes <laughs> <laughs> it's the best okay mm-hmm. so tell us how long have you been in Georgia because originally you are from California mm-hmm. how long Blake is Oh, okay. Yeah. And you're Washington. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you were living in California. Give us right. the scoop. We want to know where you're from and what was happening. How'd you get to Georgia? Okay. Yeah. So we've almost been in Georgia for 10 years now, which Ooh. is crazy. Crazy. About now. It's, it's been quite a long time. Um, I'm, I'm originally from Southern California, um, but April and I both met when we went to the uh, School of Ministry in Reading. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. And April, you were originally from Washington State. Yep. Yep. Sure mm-hmm. am. Yeah. And so... As far as kind of what got us here, we um, we bo- we met, um, dated, and got married uh, while we were in school in Reading, um, and we went to the School of Ministry out in Reading the same time that Stephen Lindy Hale did the senior leaders here at Bethel Atlanta, and um, it was really just kind of an interesting confluence of events um, where I um as I went to first year, I mean, I'll make a long story short. I had felt called to ministry for most of my life, but I had been kind of running away from it. Um, yeah. and not, not running away from God, just running away from that little ministry part. <laughs> um, <laughs> little word that starts with an N. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Me and God were totally good, but the ministry <laughs> thing, less so. Um, and I, I wasn't even necessarily like s- super jaded by it. Necessarily. I, I grew up sure. a pastor's kid and a missionary kid and all that. And so it really wasn't that I was necessarily like, Oh, it's just a horrible thing. And I didn't, it really have a bad experience, honestly. Um, It was just, uh, I I, honestly, I think it was that I had too limited a scope of what that could be. And that's helpful. That's a good way to say it. And so I was uh, on my way to being an English teacher. That was my wonderful plan for my life. And um, then the Holy Spirit eventually convinced me to go to ministry school. And in going there, discovering what they had in Reading, you know, I had, um, I had been in, I, uh, when I was 12 years old, we got involved in a vineyard church and that was the first time I got involved in the prophetic and 
learning all about that stuff. And that was, that but was huge for me. Of you course, know? I've heard this story, but how I'm, I think I'm just now hearing for the first time that it was a vineyard. It was a vineyard church. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Our, our pastor was one of, I think three or four people who was kind of directly under John Wimber when, when he was alive. Um, nice. we didn't move to that church or discover that church until after John Wimber had passed away. But, um, he was kind of, again, one of these like four or five guys that was, had worked really closely with him and, uh, so we still had very much that same original vision. I know right. that the different venues have kind of there's different 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 sure. perspectives that have Evolved gone on as, as it's gone. But he still really had that like going after miracles, going after the prophetic and things like that. And so that was really the first time we ran into that in a real centralized way. And so um, that was a huge, you know, awesome. I love that church. It was amazing. Vineyard Community Church in Southern California, uh, Orange County area. If you're ever in around, they're amazing, amazing people. They're special um, people. They really are. Oh, I love them a lot. Love them a lot. And yeah. it was, you know, again, where I, where I cut my teeth in a lot of the, a lot of the stuff nice. that I'm still doing today, you know? Nice. Um, but I had, you know, awesome. sat there and, and that was all really good. I had gotten involved with IHOP, um, when I was in my teens and been out there quite a bit and done some of their, uh, prophetic training and things like that there. Um, but and even though I loved them and loved their stuff, it just never it never felt right as far as for me. Like it never felt like home is maybe the right way to put it, you know. And so when the Holy Spirit finally talked me into going to Reading, I expected <laughs> it to feel the same way. And that's like, oh, this is cool, and I love this stuff, and I love the revelation, but it's just not necessarily me. But over the course of first year, I really realized like, oh, this this is in tune with what God's asking me to carry. You know, wow. this, this oh, wow. feels like, you know, this, it's kind of a cliche now, but it's like, this feels like my tribe, you know, this, sure. these, this feels like my people. And, and again, it, not in a way that made me think less of IHOP or less of the vineyard, but just like, Oh, this is who, who I naturally am. You yeah, know, had to be comforting. Yeah. And so, um, so in kind of discovering through first year, like, oh, this is just something that I really love. I remember my brain just hit this switch. My experience with being a pastor's kid and, you know, being, you know, playing Legos underneath the conference table when they're doing, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. staff meetings and things like that. And Under the pews. Uh, yes, having, having, having uh, Hayden's or Hayden having my, I guess, penchant for observation. I remember... I, you know, I remember the normal challenges and difficulties and things like that. And especially as I started getting into second and third year in the school of ministry there, I got to be involved a little bit more in some of the staff stuff that were going on around the school. I, I was fascinated because they had all this, all these cool testimonies going on there. They had all this cool, you know, health going around relationally there. And when I really got under the hood a little bit, I was shocked to find that it was not that different from the experience that I had seen at other churches. There was just a few small things just culturally that created this thriving that, that, um, and what I mean by that they weren't that different is that there were still challenges. There were still problems. There right. were still disagreements. It wasn't like this magic land where everything just worked, you know. <laughs> it's just they had these great tools for working through that stuff. And it oh, created great. this environment where all these amazing miracles could just keep happening. You what know? an observation, Blake. No, it was it was cool. And as soon as I saw that, my brain immediately switched to like, okay, it's awesome that this could happen here. But can you take a seed of this, plant it somewhere else, and it grow into the, not the same thing, but something with the same DNA? And it, not a, a month or two after that thought had entered my brain, um, Judy Franklin, who was one of Bill Johnson's assistants at the time, and I had been you know, connected with her a little bit, told me about this couple who was in my class who was talking about wanting to start a school in a church in Atlanta. And... 
it just perfectly lined up with this heart cry of mine of I, I love everything that's going on here. But man, if this could be transferred somewhere else and not not be a carbon copy, but be like a father to son transfer of, of values and genetics, then wow. that would really be something. Well That's yeah. so beautiful. That was yeah. totally the Lord. Did totally. you realize it was the Lord at the time? That was like, uh, yeah, it was so domino effect that I was like, and it was so quick, honestly. Like, wow. and it, it, I, I haven't had. It feels like most of the time, and it's even sometimes still this way when. God gives me a direction or says something about, you know, kind of some of the more long-term stuff of my life. It does sometimes feel like more ethereal or more like, oh, that's a good concept or idea. or That's a good 10-year, that's where I'd like to be in 10 years kind of thing. But it was the first time I had this thought and then very quickly said like, okay, here is exactly a way, a a group of people that are trying to do that exact Mm, thing. That's awesome. So, yeah. So I was excited to sign up pretty quickly once once all that was kind of came together. Well, before we leave California and get to Georgia, you guys met while this is going on, eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. How did you guys meet? (laughs) Yeah. That's a funnier story. (laughs) This this is maybe a three or four podcast story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to give us the reader's diary, you know, the the condensed version. (laughs) Yeah. Super long story. Um, I was, um, I was, what year was I in? Second year? No, I was in first year, and I was, I remember being at the end of the year and just cry, crying out to the Lord, really wanting a spouse, really wanting to get married, really wanting to, like, you know, move forward. I felt like I was old. I was 26 years old, and I'm like, <laughs> oh. I'm like, I'm old. I don't have a husband. All these people are married. And um, All these scriptures about barrenness are feeling so true to me right now. Now that I look back, I was like... I was 26. But <laughs> yeah. I could have probably gone a little longer. I, I, well, I thought I'd be married at 19 like my mom, you know, sure. or right out of college. So I had this massive timeline like I'm going to go to college, get out of college, be married, done. You know, that didn't happen. So so it's the end of first year in April. I'm crying to Benny Johnson and telling her I literally am crying. I don't have a, I, you know, I just want to get married. And um, at the time she was like. Yeah, we have a lot of women that are 25 to 35 that just really want to get married and the guys aren't stepping up and we're like praying into the guys stepping up and and what going after perspective? you women. That yeah. is what Benny Johnson said. That's what she said. Wow. And right before I talked to her, the Lord told me, um, start prophesying your husband into your sphere of influence. And then I am crying to her like a week later and she's like, start declaring your husband into your sphere of influence. And I was like, prophesying, declaring, boom, done. Like (laughs) same words, practically the same thing. I'm all in. I heard what you said. I'll do that thing. Yep. So like, um, so I start doing that and like a couple days later I go to, um, a home group and Blake happens to be there and he's speaking there for the first time. And, um, we were supposed to go to home groups every week, and I think I went to two in the whole year. So, like, the first one was at the beginning. Of, I was like, I should probably go to, a, a, like, a home group before the so end of the year. This was Providence. So, it was one of the two you so actually went to. It was literally, to. like, I, so I went back to the same home group I started at in September, and in April went back to it. And Blake happened to be talking at that one, and I was like, who is this guy? And who are you, and why are you speaking here? Like, I, I thought this was somebody else's home group. Like, I was you know, just wondering all these questions. So he talks, that was like when he first opened up about seeing in the spirit and that he saw angels and demons since he was two and all that. So I'm listening to the story and I was, you know, I was 
wondering if it was true or if he was just making it all up. <laughs> and I'm just all that, you know. Th- these are good beginnings. Yes. <laughs> it's funny, too, because I, I, real quick on my side of the story was I, it, it was the first time I'd ever shared that uh, publicly. And, you know, it was only oh, like wow. 30 That's or 40 special. people at that point. Yeah. And um, it was cool because I'd seen April in class before. And, you know, we had about 200 something, 250. 250 students in our year. So, you know, I didn't see her all the time. And uh, she was the only person there. I got people after I told my story, people asked me questions for like three hours. And she was the only person there that asked a question that had a tone of is this guy totally lying about all this <laughs> yeah. kind of thing? And yep. you married and, her. <laughs> well, and actually, that's one of the things that actually made me notice her because my I remember I'm sitting there, she's asking this question, and I'm like, this girl has a good head on her shoulders because I don't know if I would believe me right now, and I appreciate that she's asking this really direct question. And Yo, that's really good. Literally, that is the first time so I thought, I should get to know this girl. That's awesome. <laughs> So she, she thinks I'm full of it. I think I'll ask her out. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfectly healthy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Obviously it is. <laughs> Look how well this is working. So um, I was, you know, checking Blake out during that time. Like, oh, is this like my list of men who I would marry kind of thing? Like, do you fit the... the April the profile. Theory, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so at that point, I, d- I just went, I don't, I think I was like, nah. And I went home. Like then we, we just, that was the first time we met. And then we didn't talk till the, till the next year. So I went home for the summer and the entire summer, like literally as many times as I could think, I either prophesied or declared my husband into my sphere of influence for three months straight. Um, I talked to my mom about it, all that. Like, it was on my mind. I was like, I'm getting married, and I'm calling it in. So um, I went back to school, and I knew I was, like, really afraid of being rejected. And so I – so Chris Velson, like, the first week of second year was all about going after your fears, facing your giants. Like, what are your fears? Um, Look them in the face and go after them, and don't let them be. Oh, that's super good. Yeah, he was like – What's your fear? It's you're making it bigger than who you are. So if it looks like a bear, get bigger than the bear and go after it. Like just run straight into your fear and show yourself that your fear is not your fear anymore. And (laughs) show yourself that you're bigger than that thing. What a good. It was so good. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to be afraid of being rejected by a man anymore. Um, Because I had dated in the past and it just didn't work out. So I kept thinking like, maybe I, maybe I don't make good decisions or whatever, you know, all those thoughts that come up. So I was like, all right. So I decided this is awesome. So I decided <laughs> I'm excited already oh, to hear what you're you. <laughs> <laughs> I decided that um, I was going to there was like four really um, good looking men. And I was like, oh I'm going to talk to all four of these good looking men. But before out. I talk to these four good looking men, I'm going to like build up my um courage courage <laughs> and talk to two guys i would never marry in my entire life Shut so up. blake was one of them <laughs> i was number two on that list <laughs> this is a good the story lies. this is a good story yeah. the last on the so, i don't want a list yeah. <laughs> wow I, well i just was like you know looked at my april healy list this is what i want in a husband kind of thing like you know both internally externally kind of thing and i was like okay i would never marry these guys I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build myself up before I go talk to these other four guys that I thought could be potential marriage men. 
<laughs> marriage partners. Marriage man. <laughs> right. This is so great. <laughs> so I did. And so I was like, hey, how's it going? Like first time. I'm first time I really ever talked to Blake yeah, yeah. in the hall of um, writing. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? How, how was your summer? How you doing? And I was like more peppy than normal. And I'm like, I had a great summer too. We should hang out sometime and hit his arm and walked off. Like, <laughs> you know how you just hit someone's arm. Anyway. Yeah. Ma- and of course, as a guy, girl walks up and says hello to me, initiates conversation and say, let's ha- hang out. My first thought is she is totally in love with me. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Oh my gosh, this is great. Why else would a girl ever talk to you? Yeah. I mean, that's that's like totally what's happening. That, that yeah. is a man thought right there. So, um, yeah. So then, like the rest of the year played out, and um, basically, like Blake would just show up on boating trips where we'd go wakeboarding with a bunch of friends, and he'd show up on there. And I'm like, oh, you knew this person? That's cool. We we know the same people. Like, but no, Blake, like I arranged the whole thing. <gasps> Blake, you were arranging it for real? Uh, I, I I wasn't pushing it too hard, but I think there was two hangouts initially where we kind of. Hey, invite April to this thing because you but thought she be liked you. No, I, I assume I, you know, I, I just assumed that she was interested in me. And I remember when she came up and said hi to me, I was like, Oh yeah, that's that girl who asked that question <laughs> last year. I'll, I'd like to get to know her. Like my my whole bell curve of liking April was just a very steady like zero to steadily going up awesome. kind of thing the whole time. And so that's I was like, awesome. Oh yeah, I'll get to I'll get to know her. And you know, so yeah, yeah. So um, so we had several like second year hangout and different things um like second retreat different things so we had all year where we just kind of hung out Blake told me he liked me um somewhere through the year and I just was like um oh I don't know um like it anyway I was like oh I don't know and there's a lot of little um, details that went into this tons of details I'm not saying right now but um so basically I said let's just be friends and see where it goes so we did that for five months, and then I finally said yes to dating him, and then we dated for, yeah, for um, seven months, I think, uh, yeah. and I was very, like, up and down, up and down. I, I had a lot of that, like, am I going to, you know, how do I know, that whole thing. I, I was very, like, unsure of if this is the guy I want to marry or not. Even though you had been so decided right before then that you were finding the man. Yep, I was, Mm -hmm. so I was super up and down, like, emotionally, like, yeah, you're it, no, you're not it, I'm not sure, like, very, very, um, anyway, and so. (laughs) (laughs) If I had a nice, steady, you know, upward slope, hers looked a little bit more like that heart attack meter, you know? (laughs) It's true, guys. This is kind of like the stock market. We have have worked through all of this, you guys. So this is funny banter at this point. But um, so when I finally said yes to dating him, he's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "No, no, I'm not sure." So I totally pulled out. Oh man! And then bail out, mama. So then my You're mom. Me a parachute. I will yeah. take that. Thank you. So I call my mom and I'm like, Mom, what do I do? And, uh, and she's like, God doesn't um, steer a parked car. So either drive the car, like either way, the car's moving. So say yes or no. Either oh, way, you're moving the mommy. car. Good that's a her. good mom. Yeah. So take the car and move it. I'm like, No, what if I miss out? You know, it was a lot of that. And I was basically it was fear of missing out, fear of rejection, all that. So mm-hmm. once I 
so I said yesterday, Blake, we dated for four months with me still being up, down, up, down. And then I, um, I was at a friend's wedding and well, I, let, let, let me tell one more part just cause it's okay. Cause this kind of was the trigger point that led to this wedding part because I, April had been going up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. And it <laughs> a was, lot. And you know, I, I, and I was steadily going up and up and up. And so it was getting increasingly painful when she would go down, <laughs> yeah. you know, in this, in this process. And, I remember I was meeting with a mentor friend of mine and I was just telling him about it and he said, you should break up with her. And I was shocked that he said that. And just in that little, like I was totally shocked that he said that because I had had this perspective of I'm being the good boyfriend by being accommodating to her process. Sure. And I just had this snap moment of, no, I'm actually totally enabling her to be stuck in this process by not requiring anything of her any kind of she was committed to me as far as like she wasn't like dating other people or things like that but not requiring a firm yes or no from her you know and I just had this moment and I didn't communicate that to her the best because I was nervous that's okay babe I I forgive you I I communicated (laughs) that I visited her during her work during like a 15 minute break and it just kind of came out leapt out (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, here's the boundary. And <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that went kind of poorly. I also had to, I also had dropped her off at work, so I had to pick her up afterwards. Oh. And I, well, I, will, that... I will never forget the icy gaze that was waiting for me as I drove up to pick her up from work. Is I bet that was a long drive. That there. was a very <laughs> long drive very, home. Very long drive. <laughs> very quiet. <laughs> um, yeah. But it. Even though that was like a ah, kind of moment, and even though I didn't do it perfectly, it it did feel like at that point it was what started the process that ended with the story that April's gonna share. Yeah, so I went to a wedding, um, um, and it was like our best friend's wedding, and I was talking to the Lord about, you know, how you were, I you can, were in the wedding, I think. Yeah, I was in the wedding, mm-hmm. so I was talking to the Lord about like how I can stop being up and down, and how I could just give my heart to Blake, and he was the Lord said to me, just give your heart to Blake, and I was like. No, I've already done that. I've done, you know, prophetic acts, taking my heart out of my chest, giving it to Blake, that whole thing, like trying to like, yes, here it is. See, take it. Um, and the Lord was like, no, you're, you've been so uh, um, afraid of being hurt that you're not actually giving Blake your heart, but that you're like holding it and trying to protect it. And so he's like, actually give Blake your heart and see. And, and so I, in the moment was like, I didn't realize I was afraid. But in the moment, I'm like, oh, I'm afraid. And the Lord said, I'll protect your heart. And I'm like, okay. So I just, with the Lord, was like, okay. And I gave Blake my heart. And in 24 hours, literally, I was 100% in. There was like a weird, crazy switch where I was like, I'm in love with you. This is, I want to marry you. So I end up at the wedding. I'm in the wedding. Blake's like um, emceeing the wedding and doing the music for the wedding. So he's in the background up on this like high stage and I go to catch the bouquet and I push girls out of the way. (laughs) I catch this bouquet. I turn in midair, point at Blake and say, I want to marry you. Like out loud screaming. Oh my 
Great. In 24 Hulk. hours. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And Blake, yes. I hope somebody got that on and film. There, we there have is a, a picture, a picture of, of her <gasps> landing. Like yeah. we have a picture of me pointing at Blake like this in midair. And me like this with my eyes <laughs> <just> like <laughs> <making> saucers. <laughs> Blake's mouth was like dropped open in the picture. Like, oh my gosh. I also did just see her pummel two girls <laughs> to get to the bouquet. <laughs> You're like, wow. So, so it was it was a shocked slash impressed face that yes. he had. On. Yes. <laughs> so. I then I was the next day I'm like all right when are you gonna ask me to marry you and then it took him like five months to ask me to marry you <laughs> wanted to make sure everything was on the up and up there for, for at least a little while <laughs> like that was wisdom man <laughs> you're I, like wait what hold on <laughs> I, I, I felt good about the decision but <laughs> I was like what are you waiting for come on this is it let's go I made my decision I'm all in <laughs> oh my gosh oh, that's a great story <laughs> Very funny. So yeah, you guys get so married in California, or no, in Washington. In Did California. You go okay, in so Redding, in California. Yeah. Okay, it was oh, like um, a nine-hour drive both ways to our hometown. So we ha- just did it right in the middle. Redding, smart. Redding. In Redding. And then you guys get married, and then pretty quickly move to Georgia. Uh, two Three months? months later. Three months. Yeah. Three Whoa. months. Yeah. Do you guys remember? Because when was this? What month is this? In two thousand eight. So we got married in May, in May and then we moved here in September. Yeah. So we got married May twenty fourth and moved here like September eighth. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we moved 08? here in 08. 08. Yeah. 08. 2008. We moved here October of 2008, and you guys were like the second people from Bethel we met. Do you remember oh that? I do remember that. Yes. At the Chitwoods house. Yes. I do remember I remember. Forever ago. Yeah. And you y'all had were the best. just gotten married. Yeah. Oh, totally. Just gotten married. I remember asking. I was like, so how long have you been here for how many months? Did you move here? Okay, well, I'm good. You guys, are, it's going to be awesome. All <laughs> <laughs> over their families. And, but it's worked out so well. We broke all really? the rules. You're not supposed to move. You're not supposed to change jobs. You're not, yeah. I mean, broke all the, like, don't make major decisions. I didn't know any of those rules. Yeah. All the, the, yeah, the weird thing is we we had made the decision to come to Atlanta. What well, We were still dating, actually. Yeah, we made the decision mm. a year prior to come. And then we mm. just, but we went through thir- third year and moved, like, three months after. It was Atlanta. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you guys, that's so much fun. It was so yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's do this. Let's talk a little bit about, so now you're here, and I know there's, you know, it, we, what do we have, like seven mm. years, nine, nine years of history. Yeah. You know, so um, maybe just kind of touch on some things that have been really significant um, in, you know, a nine in a nine-year period, but also kind of bring us up to date of like what you're doing now and like what's burning in your heart and, and really where you're feeling, where you guys are headed visionary-wise for, for your family. I don't, it's, it's a lot of questions there. <laughs> yeah, no, Sorry. totally, totally. No, I think we can do a, a broad sweep. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's been this interesting kind of parallel to us in Bethel Atlanta in that, you know, Bethel Atlanta got started right when we got started as a family. Truly, like it's... Yeah, the same time, quite quite literally. Um, right the same time. started a year before, but the school oh. of ministry started. Yeah, um, at the same time we started a family. Yeah, okay. I mean you know, plus three or six months or whatever. However, sure. however it all lines up, it, it was, right it was all right around the yeah, same right. time. And so, right. um, we you know it was this like when we first moved out here it was very much a we were just kind of volunteering at the school and there was a group of about fifteen of us that had moved out and we're all volunteering and we were just learning how to be married, learning how to do life right. and, and all that kind of stuff. And then of course started having kids and that's you get to start learning how to do life all over again. Learning, when that happens. learning and then learning and then you yeah. learn some learn, learn, learner turned learning. Right, right. Say <laughs> it again. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> and so it 
it's you know just been this continuous process of us growing and learning and um and you know with that i've i've always you know been just very passionate about watching watching us grow what we came here to grow you know which is this 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 revival culture you know recreating that here again not in a carbon copy way but in a way that's just truly naturally grown and it and it's taken time and it and it will continue to take time you know i don't think you could really make something like that in a microwave oven you know mm. and and if you did there are things you could carbon copy but even that would it would lose something you know and yeah. so it's it's felt like a very right process the whole way through both both at least for me with with us as a family as we've been growing then also as the church has been growing in in parallel with that and so um i've loved being part of the school you know i've yeah. off and on been you know a uh, volunteer uh staff at the school i was i was mostly volunteer for a long time just because i was also writing writing my book and had started traveling and teaching different places with that and so um but always yeah. really my main commitment felt like it was to the school um yeah. and so eventually i became the director of third year um here and when was that that was fairly so, so recently that wasn't that all that long ago i guess okay. that was i was always you know one of the leaders in the school right. um in some form but you were in over third year two years for, i was over third year for two years okay so i guess that would be three years ago if you're including this year you know the math gets kind of funny but um i love this yeah. about you guys and i love a lot about y'all but i love you at this that you moved to georgia and that you volunteered and made that kind of investment pretty much this whole time, time. Mm-hmm. yeah like this patiently that that's a tremendous amount of patience for anybody but wow sure. yeah thanks yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, and, you know, it's it is something that wasn't necessarily always easy in the sense that you can get in the headspace of like, you know, uh, is this the right thing? Am I should oh. I be investing my energy here or there or somewhere else? But at least at least for me, I would every year I'd ask myself the question, you know, okay, do I still want to volunteer for the school? Is that still the right thing to do? And every time I felt like the Lord said, yeah, this is still that. And I I didn't I honestly had. You know, I, I am the director of the school now, but I honestly had zero ambitions or plans to get into this spot kind of until it landed on my doorstep, which was interesting. But Again, I love a lot um, about you guys, but <laughs> I love that about you, that that literally was something that the Lord did and that you weren't like behind the scenes making that happen, making some plans <laughs> this whole time that you, you guys have been yeah. faithfully volunteering yeah. since 08. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yep. beautiful. Yeah. 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 So, um... Do you have any other highlights for, <laughs> I know that, yeah, like you, I know that you've done like counseling and you've been part of the school team forever as well. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been on first year team for, um, nine years now. So it's been awesome. With it's, Kevin and me. So that's what with, April, Kevin and yeah. I do first year revival pastors. Oh my gosh, it's been it's so, so fun. much fun. We laugh all the time. <laughs> it's almost a ridiculous amount of fun. It's the best. <laughs> it is really the best. The best. It is. Um, yeah. And I love counseling. I love getting people healthy. Like my main core is, um, family and getting people people healthy so yeah so I absolutely love that um and doing like pre-married stuff and um we're about to launch like a whole new pre-married thing in February nice you guys I love pre-married everything (laughs) there is so little work that typically goes into pre-marriage I mean haven't you guys had that thought as married people I'm like oh my gosh we go to school for how long to get some stinking job right but we're gonna be married for 80 years and they're like sure he's nice mariam i'm out yeah, here <laughs> what, well, what I mean, is happening who, who came up with this awful idea yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> 10 years into marriage you're like could somebody like 
get a manual going here <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. to pour some wisdom in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pre-marriage is brilliant. I'm like, so. Oh, I need to know a lot before married <laughs> and a lot before having babies. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Great. So y'all are launching a pre-married thing. Yeah. yeah so we've in done, February. We've done versions of it for a while now. A long it's time, like four, five years four or, or five something. Years. Nice. Um, and yeah, we're kind of revamped it and I'm, I'm excited about the way we revamped it. Yeah. yeah. Nice, you guys. Great. Yeah, it's super exciting. We're going to oh. do like a one day for... Um, for like eight hours and then oh they're going to have, so we'll just be with them for eight hours on several different topics, you know, wow. um, conflict resolution and communication and boundaries. And, um, this is mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Are we signing up, babe? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that room. twinkle. I was like, oh, we're going to be here for eight hours. I just love the idea of it. It would be so helpful for people. Oh, yeah. Good. And good then there will be like counseling sessions that are already like, um, set into that thing where they can nice. see, yeah, see in us the, in the following weeks. You know? Yeah. Nice. So it's super exciting. And then, um, well, you've got that going on. Like, tell us a little bit about your book. You guys have got oh, yeah. lots happening. Yeah. It's, it's busy town for us. Um, uh, all fun stuff though, which is great. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about your book. Yeah. So I, I wrote a book, um, five years ago now yeah. that I think about it. it sure um, uh, called The Veil, which, um, we, we kind of touched on this, uh, briefly, but it just talks about me growing up, um, seeing in the spirit and, you know, all, all uh, seeing angels, demons, and other spiritual things. And, uh, <laughs> which we've just casually yeah, you know, you know, we'll just, we'll thrown just, out there, this know, podcast, we'll BT dubs <laughs> folks. <laughs> well, if you want to know more, you can buy my book. At, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. Say oh, that. Man. There's lots of, also our free podcast has lots, lots of stuff about <laughs> sure, that for sure. me. But, um, we, um, uh, so I, I self published the book at the time cause that was really the, the advice at, at that point. And, Recently, I got an invitation to have it uh, republished through a Charisma. Oh, um, good, good. So that'll be exciting. And the yeah, everything that I've been working with them has been wonderful. Like they're they're some really really wonderful folks over there. And so the new version of the veil is going to be coming out January nineteenth of two thousand eighteen. Oh, um, yeah, exciting! A little bit a little bit updated and a little, little extra stuff to it, which is fun. And then I just turned in the first draft for my next book, which, is, which will be a follow-up yeah. to the veil which is so t- terrifying exciting. and exciting for me but <laughs> it's a follow-up to the veil so I it's not necessarily that. a sequel um but it is very much in a similar style where it, where it is about seeing in the spirit um and the 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 style of the veil was a little bit unusual i i wrote the book three different times and the first two times i kind of wrote it the traditional um you know christian book kind of format and it just didn't feel right for what the book was or really what i was trying to get at with the book and so when I wrote it the third time, it, it's uh, it really started leaning on just, hey, here's just the stories of what I've experienced and a few thoughts about them. Yes. And not trying to re- get into detail of justifying and explaining every every little thing just because when I got down to it, I'm like, people are either just going to believe me or not. And me trying <laughs> to convince them or throw all these scriptures to prove this or that is... It's just, you know, that's just not going to win anyone over and it's going to bore everyone else along the way, you know, (laughs) just because I'm trying to justify everything. And so I'm like, okay, he just, here it is. And you can think what you think about it. And, um, the, the next book is going to be very similar where it's that, that kind of style. Um, but it's all new stories and it's, it's really focusing. The veil was really about me getting comfortable with this gift and, this new book is really about looking at what the goodness of God's mean, what the goodness of God means through the lens of seeing in the spirit. And so, oh man, yeah, that's, that's really cool. so valuable. And you're feeling good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I, it's just the first draft. So there's still a lot of work to do. Um, it probably mm. won't be out until 
the end of 2018, give or take. But oh man, it's so you guys, exciting! It's super exciting. Yeah. Bless you a million times. Aw, thanks, Rachel. Well, guys, it's a time that we've got. But That's it. I they know. Don't have any more? <laughs> Come on! I've got so many questions. We are so snagging. Oh my gosh, we could, we could have gone on forever, huh? <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Blake and April Healy, thanks so much for joining us on BA Chats. This is all good news. We're just with you and completely on your side and all your ventures. This yeah. is wonderful. Oh, thanks, you guys. Oh, thank oh. You so much. We're really so super much. glad to have you part of the body and oh. have part of our fam- the family, the extended family of Bethel. It's oh really great. So we, I have a feeling that part two will be coming. <laughs> I just have a feeling. You guys open invitation to part two yeah. for sure. <laughs> hey, we've got to let you know that we have an app and it's a Bethel Atlanta app and it's probably one of the easiest ways to access this podcast. And mm-hmm. so you can That's just, right. it's free in the iTunes store. Yep. Is that right? Yep. This is it, where I need well, you. Well, it's free to play book, which is, okay. Go- which is, would be Google's platform. Okay. And then it's also free in the iTunes store on podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. We highly recommend it. All the yep. speakers that come through church are on there and then this podcast and it is a wealth mm-hmm. of help and goodness and comfort and oh, yeah. light and so you guys get on and get it please yeah. do and then join us next time for our wonderful BA chats so thank you guys so much for tuning in have a great day Jesus loves you <laughs> we love you too <laughs>